Welcome to Under the Cardboard Box Podcast, episode 15. We are your hosts, Arnaldo Castillo and Jairo Martinez. And we are so glad to be back. And with us today is the legend, the the man, (laughs) our friend from like every single school (laughs) ever, (laughs) ever, even college. His name is Mel. Mel. Mel, what's going on, man? How's it going? I'm doing great, sir. Thank you so much for having me, man. Of course, of course. Uh, a little history about, about Mel here. Uh, he's been our friend for a long time. He, uh, We met him back in uh, middle school. I went to school with him. Yeah, we in, met in I'm, fifth grade, bro. Well, us too. I was getting to that. I was getting to that. So. Yo, yo, don't get so defensive <laughs> now. But, it's but, all right. We're but all friends Arnaldo, here. Arnaldo and I uh, <laughs> met you in... Yeah, yeah. Middle school. Middle I school. met you in fifth grade. Yeah, they go, uh, so they we go, go way much back. more back. Um, we went yes, to the sir. same elementary school. But uh, the reason you're here is because of uh, your passion for Metal Gear. Yes, you know, we have, we have a lot of uh, discussions about Metal Gear, a lot of debates, of course. Uh, over the years, we've been playing Metal Gear Solid, and we've been always – we've always had, like – altercations and stuff like oh no well this one's best and this one's uh mel has been that guy that is just like he's gonna he's yes, gonna challenge i am you. i am the debater i am <laughs> i say things i agree with people i know but yeah, it's the yeah. truth man it's like come on i, I give you the flat out truth that's so. right so that's why we appreciate mel yeah <laughs> M- mel has never had a filter as far as i know <laughs> no chill button <laughs> <laughs> you know as far as i know i mean his language has been his is good but that's about the only filter he has He'll yeah. say what's on yeah. his mind. He'll just he'll tell you how it is. He's been he I think out of the bunch, he is our most confronting friend. Um uh, dare I say honest friend. Yes. And by honest, I mean he'll just tell you. He doesn't he'll tell care. you straight up. <laughs> I'm still a nice guy, everyone. Don't get me wrong, man. I'm a nice guy, you know, I'm very happy. Yeah, yeah. Let's get very right humble in there. as well, man. That's right. That's right. Well, I never heard someone call themselves a nice guy and then call themselves a humble guy. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of like a contradiction. It's like, don't get me wrong. I'm um, nice. So the reason, uh, the but reason I am humble. But I digress. But I, but I digress. <laughs> All um, of you, I digress. Um, the reason he's here is just uh, his Dude, love on, for bro. Metal Gear Solid. Uh, so if you could tell us a little bit about like just the stuff that you've been through with Metal Gear, uh, the games that you've played, which one's your favorite? Just a little. Oh, bit definitely, about man, Gear. definitely. Uh, so I would say I, I started playing Metal Gear from, like most people, I, I dare say, because nobody played the NES version. Get out, that's just lies. <laughs> Actually, I did. Oh, yeah, we yeah. Did. I did. Yeah, but you play, like, no, okay, I'm going to say this. Most people started playing MGS after Metal Gear 1 for PlayStation 1. That's absolutely true. Granted. Nobody, nobody had the NES version. Get the hell out of here. No, you didn't, man. Shut up. So I played MGS 1. Uh, MGS 1 was actually really good. The game, I just fell out with the gameplay, man. I was like, wow, this is, you know, really unique. This is yeah, a yeah. different, you know, you're like stealthy. Like, you're not just a running gun, shooting person kind of person. And Metal Gear 1, like, I could uh, twist my head. All right, cool, bro. <laughs> All good. All right, good, All bro. Good. All uh, good. Lay it down, JJ. You already know, bro. Oh, <laughs> it just it happened. started. It started. All right, see, it here's just... the thing. Before That's we it. started the show, no, I they... said... All right, That's it. I, had done. A, I had a nickname oh, in middle school. Don't, don't go there. Don't I'm, tell the I have world. To, I have do. to. I have to now. It is over. It's over. Like, okay. All right. So, you look at him laughing. You <laughs> can't. So I, I had this nickname in middle school. And it was... Bang, bang. <laughs> and just... they, they called me JJ in middle school. <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, I can imagine the emails we're going to get oh, about man. this. This is going to be... <laughs> um, so... 
So Milk Milk is <laughs> the only <laughs> he's the only one that calls me that calls me uh, a JJ. I, I told him I've allowed him. I've because he is the only one that I calls have, me JJ. I have you have special privilege. Special privilege. I'm the only person ever. The only person alive right alive now. Alive right now. Yes, so uh, <laughs> yeah, d- didn't Elvis call you JJ yesterday, bro? He, he did, but I think it's because he's been influenced by but this But I'm guy. the only one out of the group that doesn't do it. I just... I know, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> what are you... Where are you, where are you going? <laughs> where are you taking my mic? The phantom mic. <laughs> Yo, if you guys watch this on video... On video, you have to watch he what just, he just did. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. He took We're, the pop filter, brought it with him. He moved but the there pop was no filter, mic. but the mic just kept... It stayed in place. Oh, this is Milk, great. just let me do it. Dude, I need a mic. Give me a mic, man. <laughs> Don't touch the mic. You're Don't gonna, touch it. Don't you're going to hurt stop. people's ears. I am? Yeah. <laughs> right. Don't worry. Let me do it. All right, so... Dude, you so suck, back- bro. Like, come on. Oh, no. You Look, you did it again. <laughs> back, back to Metal Gear. Uh, so tell us a little bit about uh, your history with Metal Gear. Oh, yeah. like I was saying before, I was rudely interrupted... <laughs> with JJ, <laughs> yes, JJ. Uh, but seriously, going back, uh, Met- like most people started playing Metal Gear from Metal Gear One. You know, they fell right. in- they fell in love with the story. The Metal game. Gear Solid One, yeah, Metal Gear Solid One. Uh, yeah, Metal Gear Solid One. That's mm-hmm. what it's called, right? Oh uh, yeah, because there's Metal Gear One. Okay, and then Metal uh, Gear Solid 1. just a little disclaimer. I'm just an average. You know, I'm just, I call myself an average fan. I'm nowhere near these guys' level, man. I don't know the NES versions, the Game Boy versions. I just played one, two, three, and four. I refuse. I heard five sucks, so I'm not gonna play it. <laughs> I don't know how long we can keep him on the mic. <laughs> but like we, we said before, losing, yeah. he is unfiltered. <laughs> we are we should just name this this podcast version unfiltered, like, like me, uh, under, under the, the cardboard, cardboard box, box unfiltered. unfiltered. <laughs> we gotta stop doing that. <laughs> we, this is never <laughs> planned. It. It's it always it's just bad. It always happens. Um, me, <laughs> go, ahead, Mel, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I'm just gonna call you Mel. Mel, please continue and let me move. G- give me. <laughs> Yeah, that was wild. <laughs> oh my god, that was just, that was just wild. <laughs> and he says it again. <laughs> You're trying to get us killed. All right, all right, come on, seriously, seriously. Uh, what did I say? Metal Gear One, right? Metal Gear. Well, Metal, Metal Gear, Gear 1, One is like uh, that's how how everybody started playing Metal Gear. Yeah, Metal, Metal Gear, Gear Solid. One, Metal Gear Solid. You know, One. It, it's, it was uh, the gameplay, the the new strategy. That you have to literally sneak around. Yeah, yeah. And I believe you're in bird's eye view, right? The majority of the time? Yep, bird's eye bird, view. You're in bird's eye view. Yeah, you have a yeah. little radar on the corner. And I will never forget Metal Gear 1, the elevator scene. Yeah, Metal Gear Solid 1. Because you literally have no weapons. You have to sneak inside the elevator. I'm like... Yeah, yeah. So I suck, bro. I'm it's, like, an, it's an epic uh, journey. Like the beginning, it's epic. In the beginning, because no, you no, have from, nothing. Dude, you yeah, have nothing like, with you. Have, you have Jack Squad. I'm thinking, okay, so I'm like, I'm a secret mission agent guy, whatever the yeah. hell he is. Uh, Solid Snake. And you infiltrate, like, look, look how stupid this is. You infiltrate a base <laughs> with no weapons, and you have to find your weapons throughout the way. Like, how stupid right. is that, bro? It is a video game. I mean, is it really that stupid? Yes. You, do you know the reason why they, they, they do that, though? It's just stupid, bro. Like, who's going to infiltrate a base with nothing on them? It's just ridiculous. But I understand it's a game, whatever, but fine. But the most... Better Gear 1, the elevator scene, where you have to sneak into the elevator. I was like, crap. Like, I'm like, I was a kid. I don't know how old I was when Better Gear 1 came out. Like two years ago? Better <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gear Solid 1 came out 1998. So I was seven years old. 
So imagine I played the game when I was like around eight. So an eight-year-old trying to go to this elevator. It was like hell for me, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I could say hell? Oh, yeah, sure. Okay, yeah. thank you. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know what the heck I was doing, man. I'm it running around. It's such an interesting show, man. I don't know what the heck I was doing. So so finally, I'm into the elevator. I Yeah. So I, made, I was like, yes, and the elevator closed, and you rise up. And right, right. That's when the, the, t- the title credit comes up, right? Yep. Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, Metal Gear Solid, so yeah. So I was like, okay, this game And is- then <laughs> with the... Uh, uh, the the sequence he's taking off his jacket and stuff the the scuba diving suit you know yeah which is stupid like why would you take a scuba do like as soon as you're out the water why would you take it off then I don't know who knows like, I'm sorry everyone I'm a realist I make the most sense it's just dramatic effect really it's Hideo Kojima he always wanted that Cinematics, kind of dramatic yeah. yeah kind of a thing but yeah because in in my opinion I think Metal Gear Solid One is the most movie driven one uh, no it's not. Okay, why not? Uh, you know, it's, it's if it's compare okay that to Metal you, Gear Four, bro. Really? Yeah, what the yeah. heck, man? Compare that to Metal Gear Four, really? No, of course. I'm, Metal I'm, Gear Four was like literally just cutscene after cutscene after cutscene. That's <laughs> yeah, all yeah, it was. Yeah. But I'm talking about in a cinematic kind of way. Nah, so, Metal Gear Four got that one, bro. All right, Metal Gear Four. Right. So, in my opinion, I think <gasps> Metal Gear Solid was his entryway because think about it like this: before Metal Gear Solid, there was really no game that was out there really. In a, in a stable that could say, wow, this is a cinematic uh, universe. This is something that I can see as like an entertainment instead of like seeing it as like, oh, video games where kids play and stuff. You know, it was actually uh, something in in the beginning of of it. Was, it's what started like video games being uh, entertainment medium uh, for something no even way. better. No way. So what do you, what do you think was Final Fantasy? <clears throat> mm, I don't, which Final Fantasy? The best Final Fantasy of all time. Number seven. Seven. Hmm. That could probably be debatable by yes. our by no, some Final Fantasy okay. fans, give me, give me, but let okay just okay. We we also forgot to mention he's a bit bossy. Yes, <laughs> Milky can like be, Elvis. <laughs> like Elvis says, controlling. Could, <laughs> <laughs> and Elvis isn't here today. Hey, Elvis. Um, but let we're, we're uh, I digress. We're digressing. <laughs> we're all digressing. Um, Metal Gear Solid One uh, was. It was just the entryway. If you look at what he did in Twin Snakes, he did it much more cinematic. Uh, yeah, like absolutely. it was just like much more cinematically driven, and it was just like craziness. Mm-hmm. Some of the things you do, um, tipping off the missile, you know, yeah, yeah, that was, uh, yeah. it was just over the top, over the top, yeah. So I mean, sure. I I understand where Hyro is coming from in terms of like part four was just more. It was just a major fan service where it was just like it wanted right. you to get all the information out. Like, I think Hideo thought 4 was going to be his last game. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so he was yeah. just, he wanted to get it every single thing out. Mm-hmm. And so that's why part 4 was the way that it was. We, I guess, cinematic in the way where it's just like, it's a movie kind of a yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's something it's you like see in a eight, movie. It's eight over- hours of cutscenes, you know. No, it's, I mean part 1. In part 1, when oh, you were yeah, saying that one, it was yeah. cinematic, mm-hmm. I guess you meant like, like they were, re- he was really trying to make it like a movie, like an action like, movie. Yeah, yeah, like an action movie. Yeah. Not like part four didn't feel like a movie at all. No, it even didn't. though it had like a lot of cutscenes. Yeah. But, but part one, it was just it like felt like a documentary. If <laughs> yeah, but it felt over the top. Uh, part, yeah, yeah. part one was over the top. Not not Metal Gear Solid because you couldn't really do much. But right. if you if you go Twin Snakes, it's really over the top. Yeah. So that's why that's yeah. why I think I think that's what you meant by it. Like For they sure. really they were really trying. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, it was an entryway to. Because if you hear like a lot of outlets and a lot of producers and directors uh, of these video games, they they always pay homage to Metal Gear Solid being that medium. Um, 
into the entryway of of making video games a serious thing, not just oh something that kids play or whatever and stuff, but like something that could actually win awards, like they have been. You know, before that, it was just like oh cool Mario, Sonic, and stuff. But when Metal Gear Solid came out and the PlayStation came out, there was a lot of games that that really re- redefined that console and made it into something like wow, this is actually something that adults can play. You know, if you look at the statistics of today. Um, it's between twenty five. No, no, and like I, I disagree hundred percent because that, like, yeah. that's what RPGs were all about, man. It's like right, but that's, that's an RPG, R- right? That's that's a video game. I'm what I'm saying is so what what are you talking about? It's not a video game, then. Okay, <laughs> what I'm saying is that you sit down in in a movie, right, what, and right. then you're just like, whoa, this is an awesome action movie, right? Metal Gear Solid One is something that you could sit back and say, wow, this is an action movie. Aside from looking at it from a game perspective. Right. It was the first in its kind where it made games cinematic. Right. RPGs is not really cinematic because there's a lot of gameplay in there. There's cutscenes, of course. Right. Like in Final Fantasy seven, there's cutscenes and all sorts of things and stuff. But it wasn't rendered and the camera angles and everything to the point oh, of, a, of, a, of a movie. No, man. No. Absolutely. Look at. Oh, go ahead, go Absolutely. Go ahead. Go, ahead. go, go, go. Give me the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to make sure you don't knock it down with your massive Dude. strength. Good, good, good. No, like, look at if you play Final Fantasy VII, the intro scene in the train was cinematic. Uh, look, this is what I'm saying. I'm saying that. Look, I, I agree. Like, I think what you're trying to say is like Metal Gear was the first like non RPG action. Like, you know, like it's not an RPG. Not supposed to be it's like fantasy type. Because Metal Gear is like I dare say more realistic than Final Fantasy, which is. An offshoot because it's really of not. course because Metal Gear has some like like really moments yeah 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 but like one dude fight the chopper and, and survives yeah I, I just think about it like this he I'm looking a, at I'm he, looking he at gains, um, like he has stinger missiles like yeah okay, yeah sure he do what what I'm giving you is basis from what uh other developers and of course like major outlets like IGN Polygon and stuff have said before uh you know I'm a, I'm a huge nerd right everyone knows that and you know our fans know that Ronaldo knows that and stuff and I'm always reading things and stuff so over the years this doesn't come from me playing it back in the day this comes from years after right me looking back and me saying and and reading these articles where uh people like Cliff Blazinski uh people like uh Guillermo del Toro and all these people talk about Hideo Kojima and where it all started from it all started from Metal Gear Solid 1 with be- with video games being cinematic Right. Uh, before that, there really wasn't that, you know, so I'm not telling you in the perspective of me, like telling you um, I'm playing it. And that's what I thought back then. I'm saying it in a pers- in a perspective of all these, you know, obviously pros telling you that this is what video games. This is what set <clears throat> off the up. right foot for it. All right, JJ, I'm going to let you know. Just because you're a pro don't mean does I'm not, not mean you're right. I'm not no, a pro. Just because the poly- what the oh, heck, go, go, man? Go, 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 man. I'm sorry. Just because like the pro say something doesn't mean it's correct or or, or right or of course, way. of course, because it's all opinions. It, it, video games, it, they're all opinions. And this is just the intro. <laughs> Before it gets even more heated, we're gonna go into the news because <laughs> I can't. I I don't know where this is gonna. Ha- <laughs> you're. I'll finish number one. <laughs> Number ahead, one, ahead, okay, okay, we're and then we're we're, we're gonna go into the news. We have to go into the news. We have people, to go people, into news. People want to hear the news. <laughs> Good. All right. So who's back on the board? Wait, uh, Metal Gear Solid One. Metal Gear Solid One was. Uh, I'm not a hater, everyone. I you know it's a fantastic game, man. It's an awesome game. Yeah. Metal Gear One, uh, that whole technical espionage, the gameplay itself was original, and new. 
So, yeah. It's like, okay, I'm sneaking around here, you know, like I have a tranquilizer gun, which you never used before in your life because you just use real guns. She's like, okay, I have a freaking, I'm eight years old, I see a blue gun on the side. I'm like, okay. Whoa. What? Whoa. Yeah. No. A blue gun? No. A blue gun? The tranquilizer's blue. You you don't, you're hey, talking about twin stakes or solid one? Metal Gear One, I remember it being blue, right? No. There was no tranquilizer, no, no tranquilizer gun in Metal Gear Solid One. There you you're go. Probably, you're probably talking you about go, Two Snakes or Metal Gear Solid Two. There you go, everyone. I told you, I'm an average friend. I got <laughs> I'm average With that friend. being said, news. Let's just do it. The CB News. Well, we've got quite a bit of news for you today, but before we get into that, I think you guys remember me talking about putting up a poll about. If you guys are excited about, I just said about three times, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, quiet coming to MGO, and the results are in. So, so wait, this was uh, our poll from our, our from our Twitter, right? Yes, from this a, is yeah, our, yeah. Okay, you guys can join us on our Twitter, UCB Podcast. That's right, UCB Podcast. I had to say that again. Um, join us there for the latest news on our podcast and Metal Gear news. Yeah, and chat we, chat with us. Yeah, we keep know? up to date and uh, send you know send us messages, all that good stuff. So here we go. Now, fifty-two out of out of eight hundred and sixty-five voters. Nice. Fifty-two percent of you said yes. Twenty-one said no, and twenty-six said who? <laughs> really? <laughs> I who? thought that would be a pretty funny one. Uh, well, how many percent said who? Twenty-six <laughs> percent said who? <laughs> That's hilarious. Like they don't know who quiet is. Yeah, it's like uh. Who's quiet? What uh, who's to quiet? Psycho Mantis and, <laughs> and Meryl and <laughs> Wow, they shoot <laughs> taking it back. So uh in other news, we UCBP That's right. because of your support have been we became number one in video games. Yeah. Um that is a tremendous Thank you. Tremendous honor. We want to thank you for that. First off and foremost, you are UCBP. We say that all the time. We don't say it lightly because we believe it. Um, yeah, it was it was really cool yeah. waking up to that news. Uh, we were both excited. Yes, very much so. We mm-hmm. we called each other. And we're like, dude, we're number one. <laughs> we finally beat that board game. <laughs> yeah. What was the board game's name? Uh, Warriors Puzzle Three. Something. Yes, <laughs> yes. Which I I I know they do hard work. I'm sure if they got I'm to sure. number one. But it was just like we're tired of being number two. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we did go from number two to number one. From number one, yeah. Um, thank you so much, guys. Yeah, it's all because appreciate, of you. Appreciate thank it, you, man, for listening um, and yeah. And uh, support us on Patreon. Support us on on Twitter. Join us on Facebook. We've got YouTube. We've got Instagram. We're trying to be all over the world, creating all these struts. Yeah, man, we're we're creating our own mother base. We want you to be really part of it. So join us on Twitter. Follow us. Yeah, and um, be part of it. Be part of our army. Be part of the voices of Metal Gear. Yeah, just look over our Twitter, Facebook, uh, and our Patreon. We post constantly there, uh, where we can talk about things that is going on in the Metal Gear world. It gives you a leeway and an access to talk about Metal Gear Solid to other players that you probably won't won't meet. Uh, yeah, but you could play with them online. And as one as one of our as being part of UCBP, the beautiful part about it is is telling other people about it. Absolutely. <laughs> I, yeah. We call it Fultoning. Fultoning. Yeah. Fultoning. Go yeah. Fulton those people. Every time you retweet us and someone follows us because of that, that is a successful Fulton yeah. extraction. Yeah. Um, so get out there, man. 
We'll call in the chopper. Oh, there goes the iDroid. <laughs> um, let's see. Now, let's get some to some Metal Gear news. Let's do it. So, sabotage mode. We finally have the developer notes for episode 15, and it is explaining... Wow, wait. It's episode 15, and this is episode 15. Yeah, that's what I, was, that's what I said uh, a couple of episodes ago, that, that. we're yeah. following the developer yeah, they're, notes. They're, or maybe they're following us. <laughs> or maybe that. <laughs> I, I feel like have, I said that. Do you have before. the notes? Yeah, I do. I do. They're right here. And so, so sabotage mode, if you're interested in it, um, we finally know how it's going to go down. So there's an attacking team and a defending team. The attacking team will have to take out the missile. Right. There's just one issue. It's it's surrounded by an electric magnetic field, uh, which makes it impervious to damage and faultening. There's also going to be two terminals. Now, the attacking team could go to one of those two terminals to take down the electromagnetic force. Leaving the missile completely vulnerable, you can shoot it until there's no more health. It'll have a health bar. When it says zero percentage, you win. That's really cool. Either that or Fulton it. Now, the defending team will have the opportunity um, to shoot down a Fulton and to defend the missile as much as it can. Um, So, just remember, there's going to be a time limit. Now, the beautiful part about this is Cloaked in Silence is going to come out for $3.99 American dollars. But this sabotage mode will be free. So get yeah. to it. Yeah. Um, in other news, we've got, uh, you know, that uh, Phantom Limb project that, we, that we've been looking at. So we've got our first uh, recipient of it. I believe his name is James Young. Um, nice. He was able to receive a, a, a Metal Gear style phantom arm. My iDroid just keeps updating. I don't know why I didn't turn it off. <laughs> and so <laughs> the map has been updated. Um, and so basically they hooked this thing up, this arm. Yeah, yeah. This, this arm, if you look at this arm, it's beast. And, it's, and they said that it's inspired by. Yeah, I mean, you know? it makes me want to chop my own arm off. My, my own arm off. So you want to chop your own arm off? No, I said it makes me want to. It makes you want to do it, that? It, it's tempting. It's tempting. Get get the machete. <laughs> get, get, get the, get the machete. machete. No, but if you look at this thing, um, it's it, it literally, it's it says that it, um, it, connects to, it, it connects to your heartbeat just so that it knows Kind of, it gets the, it gets your rhythm. Right. It's, it also has a screen. Apparently, this thing has Wi-Fi, and it can connect to your email and Twitter account. <laughs> what? Really? And there is a USB port near the hand, so you right, can charge you your phone. You can charge your phone. Yeah. I'm like, is this a prosthetic arm or what? Like, <laughs> what is Konami doing? Um. It's just it's just an epic looking arm. It's just pretty cool. But we're cool. we're very we're very proud of um James Young for being this recipient. I, I know he must be going bonkers for it. Oh yeah. Um, that's that's awesome. Yes. Also, there was a, <laughs> there was an interpretation of the ending from Metal Gear. You guys can go check it out in Metal Gear Informer. Uh, reason we don't want to say it here is because we don't know how many people have actually played the game. Right. If you're interested in that kind of thing, go check it out. Now, in other news, we have to say this. Um, we, we as a podcast are growing so rapidly, so rapidly that we can't even fathom it. And we're so, we're so happy about it. We're so 
I don't know. It's encouraging, and and we want to thank you as the fans because we see you. Um, Twitter's blowing up. Um, the subscribers just keep on adding, and so right. we want to hear from you. We want you. We want. We encourage you to email us at under the cardboard box at gmail dot com. So go on and do that. And then now something else I have to apologize for, which I didn't get to do in the intro, was on the last show. I, I was hearing it, and I and I cringed every time I did it. <laughs> every time we talked about um, uh, Metal Gear Solid Three Substance. <laughs> oh, you you brought this up, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Substance. I kept saying. Um, Subsistence or su- substance, substance or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But I have to correct it. I'm sorry, guys. I was in the moment. It's subsistence, subsistence. subsistence. Metal Gear Solid Three, yeah. subsistence. Um, <laughs> it made me cringe every time I said it. But I'm not gonna dwell in it for too long. I'm just gonna pass it on to Hyrule for some Kojima news. All right. So, uh, Kojima is a pretty hot topic in the video game industry now. He's been in award shows, he's been doing this tour uh, that we last spoke about. Uh, he just won uh, an award at the Dice Summit. Um, just a lot of stuff going on with him. During that panel, he said uh, he spoke to to an interviewer in Polygon, and he said, "I would definitely like to explore horror as a theme." In an interview with Polygon, Hideo Kojima, through his translator, talked about his plans for the future and the new studio. When asked about whether something like, th- like P.T. or Silent Hills will ever be made by him, he responded by saying, quote, P.T., in a way, for us, was also an experiment to understand many things. Silent Hills, I don't think, will ever happen. But, you know, I would definitely like to explore horror. And by horror, I don't mean horror as a genre, but more like the feeling of horror. The terror as a theme, as a topic, after P.T., there were similar games that were released or being developed. So, personally, I wouldn't want to do something that in the same tone. I would prefer to do something that makes a different approach, that takes a different perspective to it, end quote. Uh, so Kojima couldn't say much about his breakup with Konami, but he did say that he wants to move on. Quote, to be honest, I don't want to look back. I just want to move forward, end quote. The game designer is currently still in process of setting up his new studio, uh, Kojima Productions. Uh, he says, quote, I'm putting together a team, a staff, and I'm working on facilities. We're working on what kind of engine we're going to have. We're working on establishing the environment for the studio, doing the planning for a project, doing technology testing. And the things is, uh, the thing is, I'm doing all this in parallel. I'm trying to do this on a vertical grove so that it really, really is uh, going to be busy for these days. And quote, uh, looks like he's doing a lot of stuff. Uh, obviously, he can't use a, a Fox engine anymore. <laughs> So that is unfortunate. Obviously, yeah, which was since, a great, great engine. I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I know he came up with kind of like the idea, or do I? I mean, yeah, there's, yeah. There's a lot of things going on because he in the had air. he had a huge team yeah, for that. You he know, did. and it's just man to see a project like that to use it in something you're not even earning money for, and then never being able to use it again. Right, right. What do you do? Um, you can't. He, you know, he said that. Uh, he said his, in terms of his team, it's slowly, slowly expanding. Well, I mean, so, all you can do is, yeah, all you can do is outpower it, though. Like, how do you, how do you do better than the Fox engine? Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I've seen Unreal Engine. In your well, opinion, just, which one do you think is like Unreal did some amazing Unreal things? Unreal Engine like, Four, I think, in my opinion, is a lot better than do the you Fox really, Engine. Yeah, do you really. Uh, uh, just why? in terms, in terms of the fidelity of it, there's certain textual, textual. Uh, 
graphics that it's it's just a lot more uh how do i say it like the contrast and everything to put together is just a lot better um and also the the ease of access you know the fox engine is only in konami you know that's the only one who can who can right now use it pretty much unless they uh you know license it out to other companies which i doubt which we doubt i guess i can speak for both in terms of unreal engine 4 it's been used now you know for some time so the more you use it the better you get at it you know only one game has used the fox engine maybe pt uh but uh metal gear solid 5 is the only one that has used it so in terms of like the game engine and which one i think it's better Unreal Engine 4, just because it's been used, and I think there's different things you can do. You can expand it, uh, and I've seen, you know, probably on YouTube, I think you've seen some, like, Mario on Unreal Engine 4. Yeah. Sonic. Yeah. Which Crash those Bandicoot. games aren't made for, the, you know. No, you no, need, no, of course not. You but need real, no cartoony games. You you need, like, realistic yeah, yeah. kind of games. Like, I can definitely see, like, a, a Splinter Cell with an Unreal Engine. That yeah. would be great. Yeah, yeah. Um, If you played Blacklist or uh, Uncharted with an Unreal Engine. Right. Yeah. So lots of things like that. Uh, Cinematic games. So in terms of game design, he spoke about that for a bit. So on Twitter, Kojima briefly talked about his method of game design, which means uh, being involved in every aspect of production. I often get asked how I construct games. I start off with game systems. It's world, the story, characters. Today, not only game, but also movie industry. People work on their specialties uh, like Job Delusion or for the big budget title. He says, quote, but in my case, it's more specialty to work on everything at the same time. By myself, to me, that is my game design. There's four necessary elements to creating video games. This is very important. He says, understand the game, understand the picture visual movie, which is something we were talking about before, about visual and movies, uh, Mel. Um, <laughs> uh, understand that. the sound, music, uh, the sound, so that's like music and sound. Understanding the story, construction storytelling, uh, which is very hard. These comments echo what he said in one of the interviews at DICE last week. Comparing a structure of delegated game design roles to a factory, because of this, Kojima intends to keep the size of his new studio somewhat limited. So it remains possible to oversee everything. Uh, in my opinion, I think this is cool. This talks about things that they could... Uh, I think he went to the bathroom. <laughs> but it... it he he let one rip. That's why. <laughs> so it, it in my aspects, like this is good. Uh, this could help a lot of young developers go in and say, "Oh man, this is a good structure to follow." Uh, a good structure to follow for like making video games and stuff. You know, what do you think yeah, about the four things you said? No, definitely, hundred percent, man. Don't get me wrong. Hideko Kojima is a, if not a genius. Yeah. Yes. He is for sure. Man. Yeah. But as you said before, like go back to the other article. Go back. Yeah. Uh, he said sound. What is it? So it's music and sound. Yeah. Music and sound. Okay. Going Visuals. Back to, going back to my Final Fantasy. Oh, boy. One Wing Angel. Okay. Everyone knows One Wing Angel. Yes. I have no idea who that is. Uh, shut up. So it's like One Wing Angel. Like go, everybody, man. like, you know, it's pretty iconic. Yeah. So you go, man. And the visuals, come on. Like Sephiroth in the fire scene was amazing. Very cool scene. Yes. But... It's a Metal Gear Solid podcast, yeah, so you're I'm right, going to continue. You're right, you're right, you're right. All Back right. to Kojima news. Elfan is making a book dedicated to Hideo Kojima. Some famous names pledge support. After nearly 30 years, Kojima works on Metal Gear franchises, uh, and that has come to an end. 
One dedicated Metal Gear fan is currently working on a book filled by fans and people close to Kojima, containing testimonies, artwork, and anecdotes. The idea is to present the book titled A Hideo Kojima Book from Mother Base with Love. Uh, that's pretty cool, you know, uh, playing a little bit of James Bond in there, you know, double seven. Yeah, yeah. So I wonder if what happened between him and Konami will actually be explained there. Because I know um, he can't talk about it. Yeah, true. Maybe the people can, the people that are close to him. But uh, obviously, this is a fan making it, so he definitely doesn't know what happened. Oh, well, who knows? Maybe Kojima would be interested in actually who knows giving his uh, side of the story, let yeah. it be, you know, written. Who knows? I don't know. I don't think it is. I think it's just a f- art because uh, it's um, it's just making a, a, a like kind of like an art book as well. It, it looks more like very. It's very visual. Uh, he says. Uh, as a way to say thanks to all the great moments he has given us fans throughout the years. Like, so he's making just, you know, just like a fan service. Um, so here you see sketches of him, um, just like some things, you know, you see him going like this, Kojima, it kind of looks like a snake a little. Um, yeah. Talks about the, uh, I guess, the, the Arthur here. Several familiar names have already given their support, including Rika Murakana, uh, Julian Shees, Emilio Lopez, Heather Haley, uh, and Lori Allen, among others. Uh, let's see here. If you want to know more, uh, be sure to check out his, the Facebook page and his Twitter accounts, uh, which they don't say here, but I will get it. So we'll add it in the. It's chaotic snake, you know, and notes. I'll add it. I'll add it in the show we'll notes. Add it in the show but notes. it's uh, Twitter forward slash chaotic snake. Um, we'll definitely be looking into that as well. Probably yeah, get in contact definitely. with him. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's it's definitely we're interested. We're interested in what he might say. Right do so sounds like a pretty good story yeah uh all right so for the last piece of news of kojima he attended the 10th anniversary anniversary party of platinum games if you didn't know platinum made uh metal gear rising they also made this awesome game called vanquished and a few uh, among other ones uh, i think they made this game called mad world um and they're making new games coming up like Scalebound, uh some like their new ips in the property so Yesterday, Japanese game studio Platinum Games celebrated their 10th anniversary. Uh, the studio is known for its renowned ha- uh, hack and slash games, including 2013's Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, a project that was saved from the cancellation thanks to the collaboration between Platinum Games and Kojima Productions. Multiple famous Japanese game designers were presented at this party, including Hideki Kami- Kimaya, Shinji Mikami, Gochi Suda, and of course, Hideo Kojima. It's good to see him keeping in touch with other masters of Japanese gaming industry. So here you see a lot of picture. It was set in Paris. So uh, you see, you know, Kojima with um, all these developers and stuff. You see him taking pictures, selfies, uh, a picture of the Eiffel Tower and a huge like plushy looking thing. I guess that's a oh no, that's a cake. (laughs) Uh, It says 10th anniversary Platinum Games. Um, That's pretty cool. You know, it's good to see him keeping in touch. You know, of course. Keeping keeping them close. I think he's gonna. Yeah, don't don't burn it. bridges. You don't of need to burn. Of course not. Of course not. Um, that's it for Hideo Kojima news. Remember that we get all our news from Metal Gear Informer. They do Hideo Kojima news, Metal Gear Solid news, anything uh, Metal Gear and Hideo Kojima related. Absolutely. Thank you, Metal Gear Informer. We just want to say that first and foremost. Uh, but with that, we go into our next segment. Tips with Arnaldo. So if you're in the middle of a battlefield, all you see is red, you don't know where anyone's coming from, try chucking a grenade at them. Chances are you'll get a kill or two. If you're not sure about a corner, 
Don't know where there's a Fulton Cannon. Don't know where there's a Claymore Mine or a Plush Doll. Keep it safe. Use a cardboard box. Even slide through it. You should be alright. Thirdly, the Plush Doll is the most unnoticeable support weapon there is. If you put that in the middle of the battlefield, they'll get caught by it and practically it'll practically leave them defenseless and out in the open. The Codec Conversation So, we've reached the moment everyone has been waiting for. Well, at least we've been waiting for. The Codec <laughs> yeah. Conversation. This might get a little steamy since we have Milky here. Our yeah, friend Mel. <laughs> our <laughs> friend Mel. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway. Edit that part out, man. I can't. Right. We're, we're live. We'll do it live! Um... But I digress. Again, I, I'm, I keep digressing. Heidel, how many times do I digress? Uh, probably about like two or 13 times a day. Okay, well. An hour. An hour. Um, so, man, Mel, I know you just you got some things to get off your chest. Yes, a few we're just gonna We're just going to let you flourish. We're just going to let you... Uh, we're going to let you have the mic. We'll step in from time to time, maybe have some fun. Yeah. Um, but this it's <laughs> we really want to know what it is you want to say, man. What Go go for it. This is all so, you. It's all you. So this week we wanted to take a break from our giveaway. Uh, we had our friend Mel come in, and he said, hey, guys, you know, I want to be part of your show. I want to be part of the Coda Conversation. I have a few things to say. I want to unfilter this podcast. I want to just make it all combust. So... Mel, the floor is yours. Oh, thank you so much. And my mic technique have improved in over <laughs> two minutes. I got some tips. So I do apologize for not, you know, speaking clearly. All right. Tips with idol. <laughs> okay. And what what do I want to say? Well, we was talking about Metal Gear One, correct? We were. Yeah. Okay, I'll keep it strictly Metal Gear. No more Final Fantasy stuff. Cool. Uh, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, I do apologize. Uh. Metal Gear One was an awesome game. Like it's pretty. Come on, it was a. I. It is a classic. Don't get me wrong. It's a yeah, classic, yeah, man. Yeah. Metal Gear is a classic. I can't say anything wrong about Metal Gear. It's awesome. And Metal Gear One. Da, da, da. They have some iconic characters until today. I, I got to give it that, man. Yeah. Uh, Gray Fox was amazing. I loved Gray Fox. Yeah, Frank Yeager, man. That He's, dude was the man. Yeah. That's like the first. The first, well, I got to speak for myself only, the first Cyborg Ninja I've ever seen. Really? Yeah, bro. That's awesome. Yeah, I think bro. I think for me, too. I, I, me I dare well. say yeah. he's the best ninja. Yes. Not Raiden. <laughs> like, just get out of here, Raiden. But it's Frank which, Yeager. Which Raiden? There's, there's a few Raidens. There's Metal Gear Solid 2 Raiden. There's Metal Gear Solid 4 writing, and then there's Metal Gear Let's remember we're on, a, we're, we're on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you have to say about writing, just be careful. All right. All right. So going back to Frank Giga, he was the best ninja. He is the best ninja. Okay. Why? Why do you say that? Because he is, well, he's the first ninja. So he's like the f- most iconic ninja on the mall. Okay. Uh, Old Ghost, he was definitely was the worst one. Like, shut up, Old <laughs> Like <laughs> She was in the Metal Gear Solid 1, though. Metagus out of all the ninjas. Gotcha. Okay. Out of all the ninjas, you're right, you're right. she was the worst one. She was the worst one. Okay. And so it's pretty much Deep Raiden. Throat. Yeah. So it's pretty much Raiden versus Gray Fox. Now, Raiden is the stronger of the two. Yes. He is the stronger of the two. Yes. But a whole submarine stronger. Yeah. He's definitely stronger. But I'll say Frank Yeager was 
I, to me, he's the most interesting character. Okay. Why? He's the most interesting character. Why? Yeah. Because Wright is, like, she's just, no, I, I just, I do not like Wright at all. So that's going into my Metal Gear 2, why I don't like Metal Gear 2. Metal Gear Solid 2. Yes, I'm sorry. Metal Gear Solid 2. Okay. I'm not a pro, so I do mess up. do apologize. So, Metal Gear Solid 2 was a, it was hard. It's not bad. It is not bad at all. I think. It's a great game. Yeah, yeah. The thing about Metal Gear Solid 2 is just, you know, you kind of get tricked into it. You're like, oh, wait, where's Snake? Well, that's, well, I was going to save it till later, but, so you start off Metal Gear 2, I believe in the George Washington Bridge, correct? Yep. So you see Snake in his raincoat. He jumps off the bridge, right? Yep, yep. Okay, that's lies right there. Uh, <laughs> that's lies. He jumps off the bridge. Uh, he jumps off the bridge and lands in the tanker, right? In the submarine, whatever. <laughs> well, let, let's make this clear. He bungee jumps off the bridge. He yeah, doesn't he just jumps, jump yeah. off the bridge. Yeah. Whatever. Okay, so this dude bungee jumps off the bridge into the boat. Tanker, right into whatever. the mic. Right into the mic. Sorry about that, man. Because he moved the mic. Sorry. Ooh, touching the mic. Nice. Touch the mic. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> so he bungee jumps off the GW bridge. Okay. While nobody's on the bridge at this time, which is live. Right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Nobody's on the bridge. Nobody could see this dude bungee jump off the bridge. And I actually... No traffic. No, no traffic. Uh, no, nothing's you know. going on. And I actually... What, what are you talking about? It was full of traffic. <laughs> <laughs> I just smacked him with the mic, passing it over. It was full of traffic. Oh, man. And for, it was a, for those of you watching the video, you're going to enjoy this one. <laughs> it, is, it was a dark night. Good, good. It's keep, raining. Keep talking, guys. Keep talking. It, keep talking. Where, where are you going? Uh, I'll be back. Oh, my God. Anyway... It's a it's a dark night. It's like it's probably like midnight or something like that. And there's traffic all over the Whoa! Okay, yeah, stop touching mics. Stop it. Just stop it. We can't. I can't take it. Okay. okay. Like I said before, I I'm just an average gamer, man. I'm just I don't know every single detail. Of I Metal thought you Gear, had man. a cop memory. I do have a cop memory, but Metal Gear would never be in my memory like that, man. Come on. <laughs> anyway, please proceed without touching Give me, I'll do it. So I was, I fell into that trap from these two guys. So this dude bungee jumps off the GW bridge, which nobody sees. <laughs> nobody sees this dude jump off a bridge. <laughs> bungee jump off a bridge. Okay. Right, right, right. Okay, but let's, let's, let's just put that aside. What the okay. heck, man? You're like, just go, just go. all right. So we have Solid Snake. Well, this is the Hiro Kojima, how he's a troll. We have Solid Snake. We're like, yeah, I'm playing a Silent Snake. I'm sneaking around the, the boat, whatever. Yeah. I'm shooting yeah. people. That's the game that you have the tranquilizer, right? You sleep people. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you sleep people and you drag them off the boat. You're like, yeah. <laughs> I drag them off the boat. I throw them off the boat. He's gone. So you pretty much, it's, it was awesome, man. I remember sneaking in. You got to take pictures of Metal Gear Ray, correct? Mm-hmm. You got to take the pictures. And Ocelot pretty much sees you going in in the beginning, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yes. He, so he knows you're there. Yeah. Because Ocelot's like, he's the man, pretty much. Right. He's right, just, right. Ocelot's the man. He's better than the snake. So Ocelot's the man. Hey, wait, 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 say that louder. Say that, say that a little louder. Yeah, yeah. For our fans. Yeah, for, for uh, everybody watching. What I just said? Yeah, yeah what you just said. I, I like Ocelot a little bit better than the snake. <laughs> All right. Why? Oof. Let me finish Metal Gear 2. Hold on. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Let me finish go Metal Gear go ahead, 2. Go ahead, go ahead. So pretty much, let me just speed this up, man. So we're playing as Snake, and we're, you know, we're falling back in love with Metal Gear. Everything is going great. 
and then boom out of a right there it gets taken away with us they just stop giving a snake we're like okay and then you see this androgynous <laughs> white hair dude i don't know what he is taking snake spot you're like get out of here you i'm, I'm literally like who is this dude like okay i'm thinking he's just there to rescue snake for something or something happened i don't know what the heck is going on yeah yeah but no you have to play the whole game as Raiden. Mind you, this is Murder Gear 2. This is not MGS4 where he's all cool with a ninja suit. Yeah, like anime style. Give him a samurai sword to save the world. That corniness. Nah. This is Raiden, Metal Gear 2, white hair, high voice. He's, nah, I was like, nah, I don't like this dude, man. Take this dude away, man. This guy's horrible, man. This guy sucks. Like, why would you give me... Why would you... Hirokojima, why would you take away Snake to give me Raiden? Why? But you did it anyways. So, <laughs> did it. so what? Uh, so, okay. Like, okay. I was like, okay, give me Raiden. His name is Raiden. Like, okay. I put, as Arnaldo says, I digress. <laughs> I digress. I, I digress. Um, but I, my other issue with Metal Gear 2 is I actually like Solidus a lot. Solidus is actually, as a villain, he was amazing. Yeah. He was, I dare say, the most underused character in Metal Gear series. I, I he, agree. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Arnardo. He was the perfect clone of Big Boss. Yeah, he was uh, unmistakably just like Big Boss uh, with accelerated aging. So, I mean, yeah, he had, he had everything. Yeah. Okay, so we have Solidus. He's the perfect clone of Big Boss. He's actually a president. Yeah, remember he's a president. Was. He was a president. George Sears. Yeah, George Sears. So and he's like a you no, know, a pretty bad dude, man. Mm-hmm. And you're telling me Raiden kills this guy. Yeah, Raiden, the yes. perfect clone of Big Boss, loses to Raiden. Yep. Wow. Well, I mean, the original Big Boss lost to Solid Snake, who was the imperfect clone. Yeah, but you know that's technically is his son. So that goes back to like the. The Greek kind of story-wise, how the son always beats the father. How Zeus beat Kronos. That kind of, I understand that logic, but you have Raiden beating the perfect clone of Big Boss. Right. And Solidus, I dare say, is not, is not the bad guy. Okay. He's not the bad guy. Just his method of going about it, like it was a little questionable about taking uh, Ogo's daughter, or Ogo's kid. We don't know if it's a daughter. We don't. Sonny? He wasn't responsible for taking yeah. Oga's child. He wasn't. Oh, there you go. You see? Like, uh, I got the, the fact man right here. I don't know, though. So, okay. What Solidus wanted to do um, was the same thing Liquid wanted to do, which was free himself from the Patriots. Yeah. Um, free himself from uh, their destiny, what oh, their yeah. genes right. were supposed to, uh, what they Big, were made for. And so... The method in which they did it was um, questionable, none to say the least, but they were very passionate about what they were doing. The Patriots were the ones that took um, Oga's daughter, a.k.a. Sunny, who you see in Part 4, and you see in Revengeance. That's, that's what it is. Um, and even Solidus was played by the Patriots. That's why at the... Spoiler alert, if I have to for MGS2, but... Um, that's why Ocelot at the end betrays him too. 
because he was basically he's Ocelot is Ocelot is a spy for the Patriots. Is dare I say one of the Patriots? If I can say that, the biggest troll man. You just gotta love Ocelot. Um, Come on, man. Right, and so because because of all that, they you know part two. If we can really get into that, part two was uh, was mainly right. They put Raiden in there to shape him into the into Snake's image, if we can say such a thing. And they chose okay, Solidus. I, I understand that, but they chose so, Solidus um, to be a puppet because Solidus was a puppet, and and he was pawn for the Patriots. They chose Solidus because um, him and Raiden resemble the relationship between Solid Snake and Big Boss. Because remember, Solidus adopted Raiden. He was a child right, I soldier. I do, yes, I do understand. I do know that. I do know that. Sorry, but the thing is, like, he was Solidus had the most potential of being a really good villain, and then it was just they just they just ruined Solidus, man. So you're telling me Solidus was the perfect clone of Big Boss that even fooled Asla, I believe, right? No. Okay. So, but he was. Wait, wait. I thought he did fool Asla. I thought he did fool Asla, right? No, no. What what made you think that? They did um after he they found his body, the burned body. They used his body to. You talking about part four? Yeah, yeah. That was to make the Patriots think. Okay. That okay. Was, but it, Ocelot knew that he wasn't real. Okay, okay. So again, uh, fans, I do apologize. Uh, I no, told this you, is, man. This uh, is why we have these coded conversations. I'm you just, know? you know, my last time saying this, I'm. I'm just an average fan, man. Arnaldo knows everything. He plays this game. I, I don't know everything. I don't. I, <laughs> I, don't. I don't know anything. But <laughs> but going back, Solis was just he was he should have been a lot more than what he was. He's the only clone that didn't make it to a game, another game. Cause uh, Liquid is in one, four, and five. Snake is in all of them, I believe. Right? Oh, I'm sorry. Besides number three. And five, really? Okay, and I did not play five. You know why? Because it's not that good. But that's you haven't... How do you know you haven't played it? That's true, but... Because I'm more into, like, the quality... I like good story and gameplay combined. And from Metal Gear 5, from what I... You know, I, I saw the story first, right. and I did not like the story at all. It was even more... It just didn't make any sense, kind of much. It just did not make sense. Well, let's let's not try to spoil it for our fans. No, no, definitely not. I would never do a spoiler, never. But going back to Metal Gear Two, man, Metal Gear Two had the worst bosses. Dead Cell? You thought you you think so? I remember fighting Fat Man. He was trash. <laughs> Fat Man was garbage, man. Why? He was just so easy, man. I'm like, I'm thinking, my first time playing him, I I believe I beat him my first time. Fat Man was garbage. Uh, 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 the black girl with the rail gun, which is... Fortune. Fortune, yes. That's... Who the heck is going to carry that humongous gun? How can this lady carry that humongous gun and fire... No, it's like, it's like okay. And then she has a device that could... She could curve the bullets around them. Like, what? what? What does she do? It's like a, an electric magnetic force field, like what we were talking yeah, about in Sabotage. Yeah, okay, sure. Okay. But she didn't know she had it. Okay, I would. She I, just thought she couldn't die. Okay, so I remember that the device actually breaks at the. Does it break at the end? No. Okay, I remember. She just doesn't have it. And then the bullets still go around her, right? Um, not when Ocelot shot her. 
But I remember, like, she somehow, deflected some, yeah, it, somehow, it was some supernatural craziness that when, when, oh, um, yeah, oh, don't get me started with the supernatural part of Metal Gear. It's like, what, like, what the <laughs> heck, man? We're just jumping from one thing to another. It's yeah, just happening man, so- right here, UCBP. <laughs> so, I, I want to know, um, I hear a lot of negatives here, but I want to know what are your highlights of Metal Gear uh, Solid and. Oh, yeah. In in retrospect, I, I think that you know Metal Gear Solid Five will be a little hard to obviously digest and stuff. You haven't played it and whatnot, but the story, I definitely do agree with you. Um, not to the extent of how you think, but uh, I think it just convoluted everything, but it it brought everything together. But what are your highlights of Metal Gear Solid One all the way till Four? Which are the games you've played? Uh, yeah, what are what are some all right, of the highlights? Uh, okay. So I'm not trying. I'm not being Mr. Negative here. Metal Gear Three is a masterpiece. It was just amazing. Metal Gear Solid Three. Metal Gear Solid Three is a masterpiece. Uh, I love the end battle where you had to fight the old man. That it was actually original, extremely original. I love that battle. Yeah, yeah. We uh we actually spoke about that in one of our previous uh, podcasts, and I shared the same vision as you, where I thought the end was probably one of the best boss fights ever. I'll, I dare say it's the best boss fight. Yeah, I think so too. I dare say it's tied between that and the boss fight. Yeah, the, I think uh, I, I think uh, Arnaldo and I were were stuck on that one as well. The boss fight, the end fight was amazing. I you know one hundred percent, I loved it, man. I was like, I remember running just back and forth, like, where is this dude? Bam! I got shot in the face. I was like, crap. He goes, <laughs> you, you just stick- scared every single person listening right now. So he goes, oh, you stick on like a sore thumb. I'm like, what the heck, man? Like, where is this dude? I'm scanning around. Beep. Got sniped in the face. I'm like, okay. So I literally had a crawl everywhere. It took me like literally, I think it was like twenty minutes. More than 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. For me, the first time when I played it, uh, it took me about probably an hour and a half to beat him. Nah, it was very on, hard. An hour and a half. Come on. That's a little too much, but. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, really, an hour and a half is like, nah, bro. Uh, the vamp fight was a little, it was all right. Oh, uh, Metal Gear Solid 2? Yeah, you're going back. No, I'm sorry. Not the vamp fight. Uh, what's the dude in Metal Gear 3? The fear. The fear. There you go. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah. Vamp and the fear are extremely similar. Like no. I think I think Hideo Kojima made that purposely, yeah. Yeah, probably. Uh, nostalgia, nostalgia everywhere. Yeah, uh, the pain was kind of garbage. The guy with the bees. <laughs> yeah, the pain. Yeah, he was kind of Tommy. Oh, God, I'm sorry, man, but the Fury was the Kakaduru worst <laughs> villain ever, man. So he's the last one he fight, right? Out of the out of the the Fury is the last one from the Cobra unit. Oh yes. man, he was the biggest disappointment ever, man. Kind of. The biggest disappointment. You could literally beat him with a knife. <laughs> you could beat him with a knife. That's how I think, hot I think he garbage was, he is. I think and we just a special attack. Ignition fire. Nothing <laughs> happened. Nothing happened. I'm like, really? What's going to go happen? What's happening? Ar- Arnaldo, you, I, I oh, think wait, you wait, had something oh, to say. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Before he, you know, gets me all the facts and everything. It's like he was horrible, man. Uh, the Ocelot fight was all right. It was pretty cool. Ocelot was all right. He was a little androgynous as well, but he was a little on, yeah. the, on the border there as a teenager. He, he was a teenager, right? He was like 18. Yeah. yeah, he was very young. Yeah, he's very young. But overall, Metal Gear 3 is the best Metal Gear. Metal Gear Solid 3, sorry. Metal Gear Solid 3 is the best Metal Gear. Mm-hmm. Uh, Metal Gear 5, I, I, I will play. I, I don't think I would play the game, but uh, Metal Gear 5... I don't know about that. I just think it's like it's just too corny, man. You have like the the, the <laughs> what is it like uh the skulls? What is it? 
The skull unit. Yeah, the skulls. That, the skulls. Come on, that's like the most corniest thing, bro. Like, they look like a Yu-Gi-Oh card. The summit skull. Get get out of here, man. Like, <laughs> like a Yu-Gi-Oh card. Like, I'm like, yo, what the heck? Like, I was like, get out of here. And then uh, Kawhi is a sniper wolf wannabe. Uh, he came before sniper wolf. No, no. Sniper wolf came first. MGS1, baby. Oh. <laughs> and then timeline. Oh, timeline. Nah, I'm talking about. We know Sniper Wolf will give it to Quiet. I, I don't think so. I have to disagree very I strongly to, on I that one. I disagree on that one, too. Sniping abilities. Sniper Wolf got it. Quiet has powers. Sorry. Quiet has powers. That's not. Come on. It's like, come on, really? You have powers? You could literally teleport everywhere. Instant transmission? No. She, she's a plant, right? She's not even human. She's like that Trigun person. She's like half. <laughs> What's happening on the show? So, Metal Gear Solid Five. So it's uh, so you're missing Metal Gear Solid Four. You play, which you played Metal Gear Solid Four. Yes, I have played Metal Gear Solid Four. It was good. I'm not gonna. No, I'm enough bashing already. I know people just. I probably will not get invited back to the show. <laughs> <laughs> not without three mics because this is ridiculous. <laughs> I can't, I'm like, I'm sitting here like, I can't believe I'm hearing all this, and I can't even respond properly. Oh, no. Not again. Not again. Oh. <laughs> Milk. <laughs> Mel. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I, I, <laughs> I agree with certain things you say. Not all of them, of course, but. It I, can be I debated. Like, <laughs> Stop like, trying to take my mic. <laughs> I, I like that, uh. You have your your opinions and stuff, which is okay, good just, because okay, this is a very obviously pro Metal Gear podcast. It's pro stuff, Metal but Gear, but yet again, like Metal Gear, don't get me wrong, man. I, I it's a fantastic series. It's ten out of a ten series. It's just, there's something I just across can't, the board. Uh, across the board, I haven't played five, so I can't really talk about five. Mm-hmm. I know I'm bashing it, saying it's the story's horrible. It's I think he focused more on gameplay, but Metal Gear one, two, three, four. You know, from those one, two, three, four that I that I have played. I gotta say, the series is you know a good ten out of ten. It's just an amazing game. I'm yeah. not gonna bash. You know, yeah. I know people are hating me. Oh, look at this guy, this little fat boy talking about Metal Gear <laughs> oh here. Goodness. What? What is that? That last uh, part wasn't even necessary. Nobody said you were fat. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, but, but you did. Though. But team fat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but definitely, man. Metal Gear, you know, it created that that kind of gameplay. Cause uh, I, I'm gonna get trouble for this, but uh, like, didn't a Siphon Filter try to copy Metal Gear and it just failed horribly? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Siphon Filter. Yeah, Siphon Filter tried to copy Metal Gear, but it failed horribly. Uh, I dare say Ghost Recon trying to make... Was it Ghost Recon? Like, one of their games trying to... Well, whatever, man. Metal Gear 1, 2, 3, 4 app is, you know, all 10 out of 10s. Don't get me wrong, man. I do like Metal Gear. I don't know everything. I make mistakes, as you heard before. You people are cringing at home. I, I do know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> But it's just, you know, I, Metal Gear is awesome, man. We There's, lost our show. That's <laughs> uh, no, it, it's good to have uh, people like you come in and, and speak honestly Yeah, because, like, you know, I'm a realist, it. man. Like, there's some things, like, in Metal Gear, like, really, like, how, like, how is this, like, why is that? How is that even possible, man? But I understand it's for entertainment value. It's a video game. Does it have to make sense? Yes, you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, I just feel like with Metal Gear Solid, it's been somewhat of a narrative where, it's it's a very complicated story, but uh, in in a sense, there has always been a cohesive timeline. Um, 
if you see like the uh, the PlayStation Three and the encyclopedia, you know, brings it all together. For some reason, it just brings it all together. Like, well, who I mean, thought? he had to, he had to he do had it to, somehow. People were confused. It was just like, just look at Sigan. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, Sigan, the DARPA chief. Sigan is the DARPA chief. Yeah. Well, that who makes sense that? now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, and paramedic probably, that probably paramedic wasn't even, made cyborg ninja. Yeah, oh, yeah. okay. And that all of that probably wasn't even planned until he probably of made course. the games. You know, but listen, so. I would want to have a one-on-one chat with Kojima and be like, "Yes, like seriously, let's yeah. let's lay down." Yeah, yeah. Was this all planned? Right. And right. and the reason that I don't think it mm-hmm. was is because he always said this will be my last game. Yeah. 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 He makes another one and he connects it. Mm-hmm. So he didn't have these ideas. At least in my opinion, he didn't have those ideas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely. So I definitely think uh, he just added things on. For example, Metal Gear 3, I think Sig- he just added Sigan being the Dark Chief. I think he did that as well. He definitely, man. It's just, he just added that on. Yeah, for sure. Um, we have uh, like certain things that maybe... You know, we were talking about a few weeks ago, like about VR and Metal Gear Solid and stuff. And yeah, VR was completely useless. Why would he even make that game? No, no, no. So, no, no, what, no, 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 not VR let's, missions. Let's let's explain this correctly. So, virtual reality is a thing now, right? With the Oculus Rift. Oh and, no, no, uh, I'm so sorry. I thought you meant VR missions. Yes, the one you see, uh, Frank yeah, in the front. Yeah. That game was completely useless. <laughs> Who the heck wants to play this mission? Is that completely useless? Why do you do this? All right. Okay, okay. Let me no. just... Yeah. So we were talking about having VR in Metal Gear Solid. So like Oculus Rift, right? The right. PlayStation VR and right. playing it in Metal Gear Solid. So that's like a big fav now, you know, everything VR or something, remasters and whatnot. What do you feel about VR uh, and remastering like Metal Gear Solid or Metal Gear Solid 2, Metal Gear Solid 3 or something with VR? What do you think about that? Well, I never tried VR, never had it. I never experienced VR ever. But if it's not broken, then don't fix it, bro. It's literally Metal Gear Three is it's good. Metal Gear Three is literally classic. One, two, three, four, really good games. Don't touch it. It's like when Hollywood remakes these movies and just make it worse. No, yeah. just leave yeah. it alone, man. Like if it if nobody's nobody wants a VR Metal Gear, no, nobody wants that. Just keep it one, two, three, four, and five. How it is, man? Just leave it alone. Yeah. Um, although I did enjoy the remasters, um, for the newer consoles, uh, the last generation when they came out with, yeah, but like overall the stuff. game is the same, right? Yeah. It's the same game. It's the they same game. Okay. They just changed like the 3d camera and et cetera, okay. You know, Most so. likely it's kind of like, uh, just improve the graphics. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. That's okay. all it is. Well, I mean, then how do you feel about the transition that they did between metal gear solid one and twin snakes? Should they have made twin snakes? Right. Should they have made twin snakes? Um, I don't remember the... So, from Metal Gear 1 and Twin Snakes, what are the major differences? I don't remember them. There's a few. Besides yeah. graphical differences, um, they completely... You could actually... Read, they completely actually read over the script. Snake. You, like, yeah. you know who... He has a face. Um, they completely read over the script, added lines, took away lines. They added first-person view. You actually have a tranquilizer. There was just yeah. a lot added. More cinematics. Um you know, different things to do. Oh. They just improved it all all around. Okay, I do remember from Metal Gear Twin Snakes, the death of Frank Yeager was actually, I think it's a lot better in Metal Gear Twin Snakes. Um, yeah, I it, it just depends, you know. I, uh, I thought it was a lot better. It was a lot more, he gave, put in more of a fight. He got squished out like a little cockroach. So I thought it was a lot, lot better. Yeah. Uh, 
Come on, give you Snake a face. That's a that's a plus. Come on, you want this oh, guy? Of course, yeah. Him having a face is a plus. Like you want the main character to have a face. Yeah, I understand the graphics of the PS One just mm-hmm. couldn't do at the time. Yeah, good. Just couldn't do at the time. But uh, Twin Snakes and Metal Gear One, it's I still say it's it's within the same ballpark. So it's not that much that much of a difference. Well, yeah. I, I thought it was huge, but man, Milk, thank, uh, Mel, <laughs> thanks for uh, giving us some input and some yeah, for intel real. like that, man. I guess we'll we'll end the codec conversation on this note. <laughs> one last thing to say. One last thing to right. say. We will give him an encore, guys. So, guys, I know I was bashing Metal Gear Solid 2 a lot, but I do want to say, like, the ending of Metal Gear 2, I actually had to rewatch the ending. Cause I first I was like, what the heck is going on, man? Uh, the the colonel and his his uh his girlfriend's really a robot. I was confused in the scene where he's naked in the little tube. Yeah, he's the like, I'm scene. like, yeah, I'm like, what the heck is going on? They started speaking like like a recorder there. So I actually went on YouTube and I saw the ending again. And it's out of the all Metal Gears, it's like the most philosophical ending. He started explaining about life and yeah, yeah. So it's like the most philosophical ending. I actually rewatched it. And I was like, "Whoa, man, this is yeah, this is actually kind of deeper." So I think Hideo Kojima was was touching a new grounds on it is yeah. So and I heard that vapor's in the background. Yeah, no, it's it's good. There's a lot of stuff that that. No, no, no you didn't hear me. That vamp is in the background. Like he's I, watching. I heard, I heard that one. Oh, but okay. in sense of where uh, Metal Gear Solid Two takes place, it's. Uh, there's so much going on within that game that Hideo Kojima didn't even think he was going to put, I think. Um, but it's it's all this one story that comes together. Um, Mel, I thank you for coming in today. You've been great. Uh, trivia time. Who's that? So we actually have a special trivia today. Since Milky wanted to be so involved. <laughs> yes. Um, I will be asking them both. All right. About the <laughs> trivia. Um, so a little bit about how it works, uh, Mel is Arnaldo and I, we usually play this game where we ask each other questions about Metal Gear. It's a dialogue between two people, uh, and from any Metal Gear game. And we have someone saying like, let's say for example, Snake says this and someone else says that. Right. And then I have to figure out who says it to who, what game and where. Very important. Cool. Cool. (laughs) <laughs> You're trying to find your mic. Got it. <laughs> okay. Right. So I'm Go going ahead. to ask both of you. Um, I guess, Heidel, do you want to answer first or second? Uh, I'll answer second. Okay. So, Mel, you ready to rumble? Ready. Okay, here we go. Where were you before this? Delta Force? Repeat it. Where were you before this? Delta Force? Okay, I completely suck. So you got to give me more information than that, bro. Come on. <laughs> That's the rule of the game. Where were you before this? Delta Force. Delta Force? Okay, Hira, go first. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to say... Metal Gear Solid 2, Solid Snake, uh, speaking to Raiden. Metal Gear Solid 2. When he meets him. 
No? I'll say it's Metal Gear Solid 2 writing to Snake acting because he's Pliskin at that time, right? He's Pliskin at that time, right? Mm-hmm. So that's my answer. When, he, when, he, when you first meet uh, Pliskin or whatever. Okay. So let me get this straight just for the fans. Heido, you're saying it was Solid Snake to Raiden in part two when they first meet. Okay, yes. I'm just confirming. Yes, 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 yes. Milky, you're saying it was Raiden to Pliskin. Mel. <laughs> Mel. <laughs> but yes, that's what he was saying. Mel. Okay, that's what you were saying. Okay. Yeah. Heido, you are correct. All right, cool. It was in, if I'm not mistaken, it was in Strut B. Nice. Of the Shell One Core. <laughs> Shell One Core. Um, so, yeah. It w- I distinctly remember it a little bit. Um, I wasn't so sure if it was then. I knew it was for sure Snake telling him, but I just couldn't remember uh, where. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which, which is usually the case. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not being mean. Yeah, uh, yeah. Where were you before this? Delta Force? Right. Uh, mm-hmm. um, well, that's our trivia, guys. We have this every single week. <laughs> oh, like our unfiltered episode, we got Milky here. He has something to say. I have some trivia questions of my own. Trivia questions of my own. Oh, no. Arnardo. Uh, I don't know if you remember, but remember? We spoke I, don't before. <laughs> I don't know if you remember, but remember? <laughs> the conversation we had? Uh, okay, my, the trivia question is, what is the codec in Metal Gear Solid 3 in the cell scene that you receive from either the sorrow or the photo of Johnny in the back, the codec, the frequency. Ah, yes, the frequency, man. You know, it's funny. I know we, we talked about it then, and I got it wrong then, and I, I still don't remember it now. I um, remember. <laughs> I remember that, that the number. One thing I, I, could, I could get right. I remember that. <laughs> um... Uh yeah no I I really don't remember um I'm being straight uh was it one four five seven seven no okay that's all I'm I'm only gonna go for one because all right the codec is I remember I memorized this it's one four four seven five there you go what did I say one four five something one four five seven five I said you said yeah it's one four four. Yeah, no, I was wrong. Yeah, I was, wrong. I'm just saying I, I was close, wrong. though. Yeah. But that's, that's a good question, mm, man. Really. It's okay. one that's overlooked. Uh, Christopher, let us know if you got him. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> Heidel, take it away, bro. I have one more question. Uh, okay, okay. Well, well it's <laughs> not over yet, Snake. <laughs> okay, uh, MGS3, that's my favorite game, so I'm going to pick on that one. Uh, the boss's gun, the Patriot, it's a modified version of what gun? Well, it's, it's an M16. No. Or an M4 or whatever. No. No, not an M4 either. No. So please explain it to us, Milks. I remember it being, let me see. It's the modified version of the XM16E1. What do you think that gun is? It's a different gun than the M4. I said an M16 at first. No, it's a different gun, bro. Okay, so? You got it wrong. Okay. (laughs) Again. But, But what is that gun modeled after? Gun modeled after. Yeah. I don't know. For, for I think it is. The, hold on. It might. For those of you on video, he's uh, looking at his phone. Yes, I'm on my phone. I do apologize. No, you're right. It's, 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 
a different version of M16, so I do apologize. <laughs> and Arnaldo, you are correct. <laughs> he could walk away happy. Uh, <laughs> thank you guys for listening to our episode 15. Remember, you guys can get this show each and every week on Tuesday. We come out. You can subscribe to us every single day at UCB Podcast. That is our Twitter handle on Under the Cardboard Box Podcast. Uh, you can search for us there. Remember to support us on Patreon. We are patreon.com forward slash UCB Podcast. Uh, as soon as we get our Twitter uh, back up and running with uh, this week. We've had a lot of polls going on. We've had uh, lots of retweets from you guys and likes. Uh, thank you so much for the consistent and constant support. Uh, we have uh, our Twitch streams every Thursday. So every Thursday you come in, every Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have our Twitch stream. We are either playing Metal Gear Solid Online or Metal Gear Solid Story Mode. Guys, I thank you so much. Mel, you have one thing to say. Go ahead. Yes, uh, I definitely want to thank Arnaldo and JJ uh, for just having me here on the show, man. I embarrassed myself. I'm compl- I look like a complete idiot, especially with the last question. <laughs> wow, man. Uh, just thank you so much for having me on the show. I really appreciate you, man. And thank you. Thank you so very much, man. Thanks, Mel, for stopping by. Mel, you are a great friend to us. You are actually part of UCBP. You are a supporter on our Patreon We love our fans. We love our friends. You guys are part of this mother base. We will see you here next time. Again, we are UCBP, and we are signing out. That's our show.